yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. Hello there and welcome back to Villarreal Soccer Chats. It's Lucy and Thomas here as always. Hi everyone. Hi guys. Glad to speak to you again and we've had a fantastic week since we last spoke. We can't wait to tell you all about it. We hope you've had a great one too. And yeah, it just seems to be getting better and better here at Villarreal. Yeah, well, I mean last week we said it was two wins, uh, the, the week just gone and this week it's two more wins. So it's four in a row and it's really looking good for Javi Cahazman. I mean, since Javi's come back, he's done such a great job to turn things around. And four wins in a row now, it's just its just what we needed. And it's come at exactly the right time. So we'll start off by talking about the Europa League match in the round of 16, the second leg against Zenit St. Petersburg. That was last Thursday here at the Estadio de la Ceramica. And what a match it was. Well, we went into the game with a 3-1 lead on aggregate as we put in that fantastic performance in Russia the week before. Um, and then on Thursday, it was another brilliant performance by the lads. Um, you know, we finished winning that game 2-1 with goals by Gerard Moreno, Carlos Baca. Um, and they really needed those goals as well for their confidence. It was great to see them back on the score sheet. And yeah, it was just a great performance, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. We looked confident for the whole 90 minutes even. I know Zenit got a late consolation through Ivanovic, but... They were never in that for the whole tie. They were never really in danger of getting into it. And they're a very good team. They're top of the Russian league. Yeah. And just to show that superiority against them really underlined how good we've been looking in Europe this season. Yeah, our dominance in, in the Europa League this season has been unprecedented. I mean, we've been really strong. The teams we've kind of left in our wake, I suppose we could say, in the group has been Rapid Vienna, Rangers and Spartak Moscow. And then in the knockout stages, we've beaten Sporting Club Portugal, now Zenit St. Petersburg. Um, and yeah, next up, as we wanted to reveal, so after the match against Zenit St. Petersburg, on Friday was the draw for the quarterfinals of the Europa League. And obviously there's some great teams left in the competition now, so we knew that the quarterfinals was going to be a very difficult tie. And it's proven to be just that. We drew Valencia, um, at, you know, local derby in the Europa League. So it was it was quite a crazy draw. We weren't expecting that. Um, but yeah, very, very excited for the match. And we believe we can keep this form going in Europe. Yeah, I mean, just 60 kilometres down the road. And we're sure that the fans have been really behind us. And we're sure the first leg at the Estadio de la Ceramica on the 11th of April will be... An atmosphere that's incredible. Yeah, it always is on European nights, isn't it? It's always a special feel to to the stadium. The fans are always really up for it. And as we've got so far in the competition again this year, you know, we did this uh, a couple of seasons ago, and we seem to just be playing so well in Europe again this year. So it's really a confidence boost and that momentum. We keep we're keeping that going in the league now as well. So as Thomas said, on the 11th of April, we're playing the, the first leg here at home. And the second leg will be away at the at Mestaya on the 18th of April, just before Easter. It's going to be a great atmosphere over both legs, and we really can't wait for the next round of the competition. And obviously, hopefully, we do get through. Don't want to go too far ahead, but if we do get through, it's another tough draw with either being Arsenal or Napoli in the semi-finals. I mean, yeah, when you get to this stage of competition, you have to beat the best to win it, and uh, we feel confident that we can do that. So in Europe, things are going amazingly well, and we've carried that form into league into league games, and we're so happy about that because we really needed that in the league yeah I mean there's no secret that it's been a disappointing league season really and 
we've struggled to pick up wins and me and Lucy have said on the podcast a lot of times we just need to put a few wins together and everything will look okay and that's what we've actually done now and everything does look a lot better we won last weekend in the league against Levante and we carried on and we won against Raya this weekend as well yeah I mean going into the match we were three points ahead of Raya so even though it's a home match and you expect to win home matches at home this season we haven't been as strong as we have in, in recent years so we knew to, you know, to extend that, that gap we needed to beat Raya obviously Celta were right below us as well we've gone four points clear of the relegation zone now after beating Raya and it's just been a great boost in morale for the guys yeah, it was, a, it was a real good win and I mean it started off nervy which isn't a surprise when it's a game like that that's so so much at stake. Raya took the lead through Mario Suarez but they went in at half-time 1-0 up but two goals in the minute and 46 seconds from Togo can be completely changed the game. I mean they say football's a game of two halves and this game yesterday against Raya was just a, a pure example of that. It can be, you know, with those with that brace which is actually the quickest brace in La Liga this season of any player. Um, I mean, it just completely turned the game around and it shows you what you can do, you know, in, in just a couple of minutes. The whole stadium was buzzing, uh, the fans went wild for the first one, but then the second one, I don't think anyone could quite believe it. Um, but it was a fantastic finish. The first goal was great, the deflection off the right defender, he did well to, to, to get on the end of that. He was in the right place at the right time, but he finished it well. But the second goal was just, I mean, his first touch from Iboras through ball to set himself up and then the finish itself. I mean, he hardly had any angle to work with. Yeah, I mean, he's he's looking really deadly in front of goal this season. He's got 14 goals now. He's our top scorer and he's showing why he brought him in. Exactly. And then Gerard Moreno finished it off with the third goal. He took that really well as well. It was a great through ball from Morlanis. His first touch forward into space was perfect and then he, he opened up and, and slotted home perfectly. You could see he was really focused on that finish and... And Gerard did really well to come off the bench and, and make an impact in the game. So really great that those strikers in the past week, Baka, Gerard and Toko Kambi, of course, with, with those two goals. I mean, they're all getting back on form just when we need them to. Yeah, it's a perfect time for them to do that. And that win that's seen us move four points clear of the bottom three. And before we won at Levante the weekend before, we've been in the relegation zone for nine games. And when you're there, you start to think, are we going to get out? Obviously... We know that we've got a team that's good enough to get out, but you need to put the wins together, and that's what we've done. Exactly. I mean, we were saying, you know, back at that um, the famous Fernando Roch press conference when he when he announced that he was bringing Javi Calleja back, it was a decision that many people were surprised by. But I mean, it's it's really shown these past few games. Javi stepped up. All the coaching staff, not just Javi, have been so prepared for this second spell with the team. And Harry said in his press conference after the match, actually, that we knew coming back into this job that we had to do it. And um, they've just gone for it and they've done such a great job. Harry's really turned the season around as we knew he could. And we're all really proud of, of him and the, and the guys for just keeping fighting. They, they, they're just, they're not stopping, they're not letting up. I mean, it's only been a few months, but the team is unrecognisable. We've swapped to, we swapped to three at the back. Yeah. Um, when he came in, we were five points clear of safety, and we're now four points. We're in 17th, but we're four points clear of ourselves. We're in 18th, and it's just things are looking a lot better. Yeah, so much better. The feeling at the club here is so much better, and a lot more positive. And we really believe we're we're going to, you know, stay up and um, and get out of this situation that's um, plagued us all season, really. 
Um, and it's not just the men's first team that are doing so well, the women's first team as well are just playing fantastically as of late. They suffered quite a heavy defeat a few weeks back, but um, this weekend they won 6-0 against Ciudad de Murcia. Um, fantastic performance with a hat-trick by Maria Colonques, another goals by Cristina Diaz, Ana Roch and Cami. Um, all great players, um, so happy for them to be doing so well. And yeah, they've got four games left now and um, just one point to secure promotion to Primera B as we talked about um, the new restructuring of the leagues and so they'll be going into that newly f uh, formed second division. Well, if they get the one more point, which we're sure they can, <laughs> but it's a tough end to the season for them. Yeah, I mean, in, in the last four games, they've got um, three of those games are against the three teams that are above them, Valencia B, Levante B and Alama. So it's not going to be easy, but they've had a good season so far, so there's no reason why they can't go over the line. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy end to the season now for the men's first team or the women's first team. But we wish the girls the best of luck in this final stretch of the season and, and we're sure they can do it. We might have a surprise for you on an upcoming podcast as well, so stay tuned with regards to the women's team. Um, and obviously this weekend we don't have a league game, we don't have any midweek Europa League games, um, so this week's quite a relaxed one for us here at the club. Yeah, it's been a hectic few weeks and to have a bit of a break is kind of what the team needs. Yeah. Javi Kaya has said it after the game that the team are tired physically and mentally and just having this break will really help them. And there's not too many of us heading on international duty, so we've got time to work together and carry on the way that we've been doing so far. Yeah, keep this momentum going, even in training, you know, like you said, it's good for the players to have a rest, but to go into it having played so well is really positive. Um, as Thomas said, not many players are going on international duty. Alfonso Pedraza and Pablo Fornals are going away with Spain under-21s. And Samuel Chukwes is going away with the Nigerian Olympic team. So we wish them all the best. We hope that all their matches go well for them. Um, if you want to see the matches, who they're playing, where and when, go to our website and there's an article there with their schedule. As always, we love it when you get in touch. And remember, you can drop us an email at international.varalcf.es or contact us on Twitter at eng underscore VRAL. Speak to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye. Amario, el submarino es.